Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Eligius. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skogrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Heaven Hits, the Fire-Kindled Wandering Flamosopher. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last time? Um, I think it's me again, yeah? I think so. Okay. I think so. Uh, last time, uh, we went back to uh, Grinder in order to fulfill the end of our agreement, or not. We weren't actually planning on it, but I guess, you know, plans uh, change. Uh, <laughs> we, we ended up actually unleashing Marat Hall last episode, um, despite our better efforts. Yeah, we, we were trying not to, but the book got pulled out of Hibonite's hands and everything, and yeah, it couldn't be avoided. Um Let's see, Hibonite decided to attack a, a, a god or a demigod, so that went well, <laughs> as can be expected. Um, we all survived, uh, despite our better efforts. Um, let's see, uh, then there was a meeting of the council, and everybody who made deals with us upheld their ends of the bargain. Um, Shock. They, they all voted for us, and Durnholm cleared Hibonite and Magnar's name. Um, there's no more warrants out for their arrest. They told us not to count on help in the future but that you know that this is this is the thing um everybody got to spend some nice time in Durnholm doing things you know uh seeing around Margraine's house talking to his mother um Margraine did a lot of praying and just you know just hanging out you know being home it was nice and we finished up with heading out um we're finally and we got more healing potions we did we got more healing potions we got like six total now throughout the entire group so <laughs> after 28 episodes <laughs> yeah that's 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 nice. Um, That's pretty insane for a D and D game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we we take a lot of damage. We go through a lot of healing, and we don't have a lot of healing potions. I'm surprised how we made it. And uh, also, uh, Zalara was able to find out a little bit about her past and how that corresponds with actually uh, Magnar or Margaine's mother. Um, yeah, that's insane. Tamika was my best friend, in case you were wondering. So, uh, so what, what were their names? Sorry, I was writing down and I couldn't write fast enough. Lang, Lang, Lang and Lang. Tamika. Tamika. Hmm. Okay, thank you. That's interesting. How old is Alara? Like 150. Okay. It's a pretty young for an elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's just a little thing. Um, young thing. Um, okay. So you guys make your way out onto the road. The snow is picking up. Um, so right now it is the 21st day of Thought, uh, the first month of the year. Um, and... and- yeah. Timeline wise for me. Right now it's the um, it's the twenty first. So you're looking at a little bit over thirty days. Okay. Are there there are thirty days a month? Thirty days a month. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So we have thirty nine days. Yep, thirty nine days. All right. Um so you guys make it out. It is the snow's coming down, it's heavy. Um obviously Magnar, you know this time is coming up and things are not looking or you know, things are you're kinda of going your way. You guys have to make it up. Um you head into the foothills of the the mountains heading toward the uh, Pleiades side of things. Um, so, I mean, as you're walking, is there anything you guys want to say? Anything you want to do? Talk about anything at this point? Or just kind of trudge along and make your way? I kind of want to talk to Margraine, but I don't really know what to say. Yeah. Right. So, your mom. Uh, yes. Your mom. 
Yes, she's she's a, a, a wonderful woman, isn't she? Uh, she's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Did you know that she know she knew one of my best friends from when I was growing up? No, no, not at all. Yeah, Tamika, the the elf girl that she was traveling with before she had you. Oh, um, and I kind of look at him like I I, I I don't know much about that time. Honestly, you know, she didn't talk about it much with me, and I I, I never thought to ask. Yeah, um, so. Tamika was my best friend growing up, and wow. she took off on an adventure and apparently went with Lang and, and your mom, which is fantastic that's, to hear. Wow, small world. Um, yeah. That's that's very interesting. Um, yeah, it was all before I was born, of course. I was born shortly after, so... Well, know. from the way she made it sound, she actually had you while she was on the road, when there was oh, another okay. halfling couple there. Yeah. Uh, and I just yeah. kind of look knowingly at him, like... Get it? Get uh, it? Get it? As I said, she does doesn't doesn't talk about it much with me, at least, you know. Mm, uh, I suppose. Yeah, you know. Um, it sounds like the it kind of ended badly for the halfling couple. But really? I think the rest of them are still alive. Well, were when she left them. <laughs> really? What happened to your best friend? Oh. Oh wait, oh. no, sorry. Uh, I I I forgot. Um, I didn't mean to bring it up. Um, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. not alive anymore either. Yeah. Neither's um, lying. It seems to go that way with people <laughs> at the moment. Um, <laughs> oh, um, what a smooth talker. What is worse, I'm trying to make him question everything. So She is, and I'm trying to... Turn about fair play. Yeah, and I'm like so engrossed in how he's actually thinking about it. Um... Yeah, that's yeah. that's really interesting. I, you know, it's it's a small small world. I, I wouldn't have expected you know my mom to be as much of an adventurer. She always said that you know I took after her. My mom always said that we all had a adventuring spirit in us, just like she did. Um, you know, I yeah. She she used to tell me you know some things on and off. You know, trying to trying to inspire and make me into the the best dwarf I can be. You know, I owe, owe a lot to her. Um, you know, that it always encouraged me to to do my best and to, to get where we are you know I'm, I'm sure your friends were the, the same you know they they had the good of others at heart that's what they aimed for at least i see i think that's a good thing to aim for everybody should aim for the best for others right um, yeah but now solar is thinking of her dead friends so she's really like yeah. almost shutting down in conversation yeah i i don't know all the time what's the best for others seems i have to think about it too much these days yeah and i, I think it just kind of the conversation will just kind of die there and they just kind of walk in silence for a bit okay uh, yeah both kind of introspective about their whole lives now uh, yep yeah. good road conversation yeah <laughs> no the girl with only dead friends and you know the delusional guy <laughs> oh it's the next harry potter book <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now Magnar and Hippenite get their 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 little one. So so your wife's stolen. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna save her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Actually, I will speak to. Ben. Yeah, you can make your spells a bit more powerful, don't you? Oh, really? Please teach me. You can empower your spells if you scream the spell name when you do it. Really? Yeah. And I want to do um a. Second level burning hands, just in a direction that's not going to hurt anyone, but I want to scream burning hands before I do it. Okay. So you do that, and flames spark out, and it is quite impressive. Uh, it just melts <laughs> the snow that's all around on the ground. I, I only hold it when I really need the power, because it can be a bit daunting. Oh, sounds good. And I'm, is there like a tree or anything around, or just... 
Um, yeah, yeah. There, there's some trees. Okay, so I'm going to go into a rage, pull out <laughs> yes. a javelin, and magic missile. And reckless attack, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 21 to hit that tree. Okay, so you hit the tree. Nine points of damage. Or nine piercing, plus three radiant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. You hit the tree, um, and then with the radiant damage, it just kind of, there's a, like, puff as all, all the uh, bark kind of shoots out and explodes. Um, and yeah, you feel pretty good about it. I want to slap him on the back and say, you got it. <laughs> wow, th- thank you. I, I did not know I had that power within me. It was inside you the whole time. <laughs> Such a dick. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Poor Magnar. I've been meaning to do that for so long. So you guys... Um, oh. You make your way to the true foothills at this point, and um, the way it's going to work, because it's 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 winter still, uh, the snow's bad, you're heading into the mountain peak of really the whole world as far as you guys know at least on the great isle um so you're going to trek your way through the mountains um you're going to have to make survival checks every day you're out here um to make sure you don't get lost so it's going to uh, you guys can help each other but you know pick one person and then somebody at one other person can help um on this you just begin with you're in the foothills it's not a big deal it's a dc 10 anytime you fail a check um just so you guys know how this will go you lose a day so um okay. and since time is of the essence um yeah so zilara you rolled the survival Yes, I did. Sorry, that's a 10. Okay, a 10. So you guys make it your way through the foothills. Um, of course, Magnar has the directions and um, from what Brommel told him, so he knows which way to go and uh, knows you guys will be going through the foothills, going your way to a valley, making your way up the mountain to a switchback, and then uh, you should be there on the other side or uh, toward the top of the mountain within ideally the next 10 days or so is what you're looking at. Um, okay. So you do make your way through the foothills hills as dusk hits um yeah the sun is setting the sky is turning pink you hear some screams up ahead of you sounds of battle um it seems to be over one of the foothills in front of you so you can't see it you can just hear it reverberating obviously with all the snow out here sound travels quite a bit and there's not much else you're getting past the tree line or starting to see the trees thinning out even though you're still kind of in the foothill areas of this um so how do you want to approach this can so, I Laura, do you want to... Sneaky sneak up there? Yes. All right. Let's see what I can do. That's an 11 for stealth, just to kind of see what's over the ridge. Okay. You release another demon. <laughs> <laughs> of I course. I step wrong on a tree branch, and a the demon springs demon. up from the snow. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> All right, so... Wait, this one's not a demon. He's a guardian. <laughs> <laughs> you see... Um, I don't think you've seen these soldiers yet. So uh, you haven't encountered the the redskin soldiers, have you? Mm-mm. What you see over here are um, some soldiers. They're, they've got red skin. They're wearing armor of the likes you've never seen before. All carry long swords. They're wearing. They're very armored out. Um, shields, um, chainmail. Their skin's red. They all stand. Um, one thing you guys who've seen them before will notice is these guys look beefier. They're they're stronger looking. They're also a little taller. Um, where before they were, uh, you know, kind of tall. These guys are 
you're probably not quite seven foot, but they're pushing it and all extremely thin and muscular. Um, they are right now converging. They're about, you count 10 of them. They're converging on three of the, you can tell from the uniforms, Kalendor soldiers who are trying to fight them off. It looks like they had ambushed them and they're, you, you see about 15 dead soldiers laying at their feet. They've got these three surrounded and are closing in. Oh, lovely. Uh, how many of the red skin soldiers are there? There, uh, you count ten. Ten. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna run back to the crew and tell them there's. Hey, guys. Okay, up ahead there are ten really nasty-looking red-skinned soldiers and like this really crazy armor, and they're like seven feet tall. There's ten of them. They're attacking some Kalendor soldiers, and uh, yeah, the Kalendor soldiers are not doing well. There's only about three left, and they're surrounded. Oh, we Magnar, should, uh, should, well, should we do? Should we be sneaky? I don't. I don't know. We don't seem to be rather good at that, Magnar. Let's just go. All right. I oh, I charge yeah, up the hill, off. Yeah. pull out a javelin, what? and I, scream very, very loudly. Magic missile. Why are you attacking? <laughs> yeah. And I'll throw it we at the run one away of the. And not been hurt. <laughs> the red soldier. <laughs> I love that so much. Why did I tell you people? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I mean, this is basically. A surprise round so go ahead you get to uh <laughs> yes and reckless attack so advantage you learned nothing i learned everything <laughs> 23 to hit so red soldier screaming works oh yeah um <laughs> yeah 23 um you the soldier's completely not paying attention either obviously um and so yeah you hit it um for six damage plus five radiance okay so, uh, Magnar comes running over the hill. He throws his javelin. It pierces the back of one of these soldiers, and then divine energy hits it and basically blows the soldier apart. It falls to the ground dead. Wow. So Nice. That's not so bad. And how far away are they? <clears throat> Just... Uh, you'll be able to reach them all um, at the beginning of your next turn. So everybody coming up okay, over the hill, but... you can reach them in a dash. Um, everybody else, yeah, everybody, yeah, pretty much everybody will be able to reach them in a dash. Um, anything that's you know going to be sixty feet or less, you'll be able to hit them with range wise. Okay. I'm gonna pull my uh, warhammer and longsword and wait. See what they do. Okay. Um, now you wait. Everybody it got their attention. <laughs> everybody, give me initiative now. Okay. Yes. 19. Yeah. What is... I haven't rolled Last under a 19. you people anything. 15. 19. Uh, this is what I accepted. It's, uh, I knew it was going to happen as soon as you told them. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven Knights get that deep signs. So they like to fight. Uh, <laughs> well, they're redskins. How have you guys survived this long? Barely. <laughs> One thing you guys will notice about the armor um, is it's very similar in style to the uh, the armor that Marat Hole wore. Less elegant and and less ornate, but very similar in style. Okay. Yeah, he gave them all an upgrade. You need to redefine your your term of survival for this group. (laughs) (laughs) Only dying once in a week is survival. A week, uh, a day. You know, if this were real life, the, like a month. The, the amount of PTSD these guys would have would be insane. <laughs> Solara already <laughs> has PTSD. Thank you, DM. <laughs> well, yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay, <laughs> we would be non-functioning. Yeah, uh, well, with the, you know, Hibonite, you know, he at the smallest sign of a threat burned, you know, six, seven people to the ground. You know, that's if true. That's, that's not a good... PTSD. Then what is? That's a very yeah. good point. I mean, he did that because the last week of it, he 
died and got an endless combat with multiple forms of creatures. Yeah. So multiple more people die that started trying to help him. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> it is uh, your turn, Hibonite. Okay, I will go up the hill. See what we're fighting. Under the hill. <laughs> See what we're fighting. And have we rested a lot, like in our travel? I mean, this is the first day out. You guys, you're not. Oh, so it's just that one spell. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will magic missile uh, one die into uh, okay. into three of them. First level because it's not waste spells. So that is three to one, five to another, and four to the third one. You said five, three to one, five? Yeah, five, three, five, and four. And then four? Yeah, and then four is the last one. Okay. All right. They all yell out in pain. Um, and it is your turn, Margraine. <laughs> okay, so as he uh, crests the hill, he's going to uh, shoot at one with uh, his bow. Okay. Uh, does a 15 hit? Yeah. No. And then he's going to continue running uh, 25 feet closer to them. Okay. It is your turn, <laughs> Zalara. Okay, well, I guess they're all fighting. Um, why not? I run up to uh, whichever one I guess would be closest to us. Um, preferably if one of the ones that Hibonite hit is close by. Could I do that? Yes. All right. I clearly do not have my heart in this fight because I rolled a six for my short sword well, attack. So you said they're like a dash away, so you couldn't actually attack yet. I've got 45. Right? Yeah, she, she can do it. You guys can't. Oh, okay. I was just in my head. I'm thinking 60 because that's the normal. Right. No, I just meant you can use that okay. action to get there. I oh, assumed I was... Okay able to move far enough but i can't do jack um so <laughs> so you run up uh to one of the injured ones swing with your short sword miss um swing with your fist and they knock it away with their shield it is and then i run away if i can all right they will get an attack of opportunity uh, yeah it, how many are by me now um they would get an attack of opportunity. there's only one that's gonna get an attack of opportunity then i'm gonna run away okay he swings at you and throws his sword right by your head as you run away <laughs> All right, it is your turn, Magnar. All right, so I just expected them to move quicker, so they didn't. So I'm going to throw a javelin, pick up my sword, and run towards them. Um, Magic missile. And so just another one that got hit already, I think. Okay. Um, How does a crit sound? A crit sounds great. It's still only, uh, well, seven damage, but my divine fury is eight plus... So 13 radiant damage. Oh, wow. Okay. Radiant, 13 radiant damage plus 7 piercing. Okay. So you throw it, uh, goes directly through the head of one of the soldiers, and then the divine power encompasses it and blows it up. Um, yeah. So it drops down dead. And I'll, I'll, as I position myself, I'll try to be in front of Zalara, because I think Margaine would probably okay. be... Thanks. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. So... What we're going to do is, seeing this new threat, so you're in front of Zalara, Margraine is a little bit behind you, and Hibonite is, did you go Hibonite? Oh yeah, you went Yeah, I, I, I got to the top of the hill and I stopped. Right, and then Hibonite is at the top of the hill in the back. So, Margraine, Magnar, I mean, and I, that's what I, yeah, Mar- Magnar, um, one's going to run up okay. to you and swing at you, 24 to hit, yep. take five points of slashing damage, oh my god, another one runs up to you, 24 again, um, <laughs> take six points of slashing damage. Uh, the okay. third one comes up, hits you with 21. I am rolling on fire here. Take nine points of damage, and then from the cheers of his buddies um, all around him, he twists his sword a little bit as it gets into you, taking an extra seven points of damage. Okay, I'm going to 
So that was 12 in that hit? Or, or was that two attacks? Or was that just like kind of a critical? Um, no, that's uh, they get martial advantage. So they can deal an extra 2d6 points of damage once per turn if they're within five feet of an ally. Okay, so I will use my um, Stone's Endurance, which I forgot I had. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, to try to get rid of that. So I'll take away all of that damage. So. Of that last damage, you mean? Yeah. Because you got hit for 11, uh, yeah, 20, but I, and I, 7. It would be halved anyways. Right. So Okay. All right. So, yeah. Um, you get hit like crazy, but are able to fight it off with your super special Magnar powers. <laughs> um, three are still fighting the Kalimdor soldiers. And still got two left who see the mage up there and are going to try and geek him with their longbows. Ooh, one fires widely. They both suck. Alright, they both fire uh, at him and night, but fly and and, uh, beyond your head missing completely. Alright, we're going back to you, Hibonite. Okay. I don't want to wake that with fire, so I'm going to firebolt one. So it does 19 hit. 19 hits? Two fire damage. Alright, one of the guys you hit with the uh, magic missile yell out because they're hurt but still not down that's me all right margarine your turn uh would i be able to make it to anybody in one move yep yep Yep. there um yep there are three who are converged on magnar right now you can get to any of them okay i'll post right up next to magnar doesn't matter which one i swing at and i will swing uh i'm assuming an 11 doesn't hit anybody 11 doesn't hit anybody that's me damn dude okay uh zalara your turn Okay, um, I'm gonna find the most injured one I can see. Okay. Um, uh... There's the one that just got hit with the fire bolt is, uh, basically uh, to Magnar's right, which is right, you know, to your right up in front, so you can... Okay, um, no need to do anything fancy, I suppose. I'm gonna just run up and go for a stab for a 20. Does that hit? 20 hits. Alright, we're gonna do an, uh, five damage. Okay, you hit him with the sword and pierce his throat. He goes down, blood spurting onto the white snow. Hey. Woohoo! All right. Uh, I'm going to go hit. for his buddy next to him. Okay. To the left, I guess. Yep. And we're going to go for a flurry of blows. So that would be two unarmed attacks. One's a 13, one's a 19. All right. You missed with the first one, hit with the second one. All right. So that would be me swinging around with my unarmed fist and then um, going for a roundhouse kick to the head. And that would be for three bludgeoning damage. Okay. It, uh... I'm a... Uh, duck behind Magnar if I can um, to do that you're going to have to dis basically uh, disengage I mean he's going to get an attack of opportunity on you how I many mean, are around me just him just him I'm doing it. Okay. Stepping behind, like 15 feet back. Yeah. All right. Uh, sometimes I'm rolling great, sometimes I'm not. Okay, seven. I, I know misses, so he swings. Nope. Misses wildly, and you get behind Magnar again. It is your turn, Magnar. All right. So, thunder wave, and I'll attack the first one with my war hammer. <coughs> 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. That's 11 bludgeoning plus four radiant. Okay, you bring the war hammer down, and with the divine fury of bases, is too like butter. Alright, then the second longsword attack is ooh, a 13 to hit. Yeah, and that misses wildly. Alright. Alright, it is, I guess it's the soldier's turns again. Um, there's just one in front of you, um, Magnar and Margraine and Zalara. Um, you guys have been take kicking butt. Um, 
He swings at you, Mag Magnar, misses, realizes he's in trouble, and turns around to run. Uh, Magnar, Margrain, Zalara all get an attack of opportunity on him. Ooh. Okay. 23. That hits. 21. 9 damage. Hit. Uh, for 10 Eight. from me. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Magnar brings the Warhammer down into his ribs. Margrain brings his Warhammer down into the guy's knee, and because of that, he drops to the ground quickly. Zalara barely misses stabbing him over his head, and he falls down dead. <laughs> okay. Nice. So that's three, five down. Yep, five down, five to, five more. Five to go. Um, and so the two... There were three on the Kalimdor soldiers? Yep. And two bowmen. Yep. The three on the Kalimdor soldiers finished them off. Unfortunately, they have died. Um, the long bowmen shoot at Hibonite. Um, still their target. 17, does that hit? Take nine points of damage. And then if 17 hits, then 21 hits. Take seven piercing. Ow. <laughs> it is your turn, Hibonite. Okay, um, the one who just shot at me. Was it one or was it two? There are two who okay, shot at I'm you. I'm going to Scorching Ray them. The one okay. that looks in better condition gets two rays. The one that's in the worse condition gets one. Okay. So I'm guessing the 11 and the 10 don't hit. No, they don't. The 23 hit, I'm guessing, hits. It does. Four fire damage on that <laughs> second okay. level. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sorry. All right, you hit him, and um, he heals out in pain. Are you doing anything uh, else? That's it for me. Okay, Margrain. Okay. Um, is there any within 25 feet of me? Or? Yeah, you can reach really anybody you wanted to. Okay, I'll run to the nearest guy and I'll I'll, I'll swing. Okay, so the nearest guy is a bowman. Okay. Yeah. Um, d 21 hits, right? 21 hits. Okay, for 10 bludgeoning. Okay. Yep. You hit him, bring it down on him, and he just got hit with a little bit of fire, and now he's got hit with a. Hammer, he's brought down and dead. Nice. And that's me done. Actually hit something. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your turn. Uh, Solara. Excellent. All right. I'm going to go to the bloodiest looking one and I'm going to poke my short sword for a critical. Ooh, nice. Uh, hit. And that's uh, seven damage altogether. Okay. He's still standing? He's still standing. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. nobody else has been hit. Everybody else standing is still at full, so. All right, Ooh. well, I will do some more flurry of blows for kicks. The first one, um, going to bring my fist uh, for an uppercut for 20. Ooh, nice. And do five bludgeoning damage. Okay, so with that, you um, stab him with the sword, then kick him in the face. You kick his nose directly up into his brain, and he falls down dead. Excellent. Then I'm going to take my last attack for a six to the next nearest soldier. Okay. Take my fist uh, yep. to the side of his head. And you do miss, unfortunately, with that one. And I take my fist over the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I think I'll just stay here for one. Okay, your turn. Magnar. All right, so both bowmen are down? Is yep, right? both bowmen are down. All right, so I'll go after whichever one Zalara just attacked. Okay. Um, all right, Cloud of Daggers. 25, Ooh, yeah. 11 bludgeoning, uh, plus 3 radio. Okay. You uh, run up and, like, Louisville Slugger style, just bash him in the head, knocking him directly into the ground with one hit. His face is in caves. He's dead. All right. So the next one, 23 to hit. That hits. And that's 6 damage. Okay. Um, so you hit him. He's hurt, but not down. Okay. Uh, it is their turn. 
and one you just hit swings and throws his sword. Um, <laughs> the next one swings at you and misses. They're terrified and not doing great right now. Um, <laughs> it's your turn, Hibonite. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna firebolt the weakest looking one. And that is a 22 to hit. 22 hits? Four fire damage. All right. That one is still up, but barely. Oh, that's me. Okay, your turn, Margrain. Okay, I'm going to run up to the next closest one. I'm going to swing at it as well. Okay. Ooh, critical. Damn. 25. Oh, nice. Yeah, for 19 bludgeoning. <laughs> okay, uh, you hit him. Oh um, it's the one in full health. You run up to him and then just with the, uh, I guess, fer- uh, fervor of St. Allegis, bring that Warhammer right into his stupid red face and smash nice. it into the back of his <laughs> helmet, knocking his helmet off. He goes to the ground completely dead. Nice. Awesome. Cool. All right. That's me. All right. There's one standing up, Zalara. Um, he's looking ragged. I'm going to then stabity stab it, maybe, for 19. Hits. Seven piercing. And he's dead. Yes. Nice. And that was the last no, one? That's the last one. Then I won't bother doing a bonus act. <laughs> awesome. Very well done. Yes. Wow, that was our best fight, I think. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I think so. When it doesn't count and we could have easily avoided it, <laughs> no <laughs> problem. I wanted to save Why the soldiers. I, I, I am, too. Oh, I am down to 10 my hit points. It, the, one, the one round that targeted Ooh. me yeah. got right. over half of my hit points. Yeah, I rolled exceedingly <laughs> oh, well. Like, the best two rolls of that entire fight were on you. Wow. wow so, I came out of this unscathed. Me too. <laughs> I'm glad I was raging the whole time. So, <laughs> um, so you guys, uh, you look over the uh, dead bodies of the calendar soldiers, and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, loot as you, as everyone. Loot. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say you've got a 75 holy avenger. <laughs> no, 75 percent chance that you have a health potion. So. Anything less yeah. than 75 or less, and it's good if I can remember to do this right. And, and I'll walk over to Hibonite. I'll go, Hibonite, let me let me take a, a look at that. And um, let's see. Four plus two, six, okay. plus another four. So ten. You get ten hit points. Okay. I won't use, okay. use that health potion. So you guys find six health potions on the soldiers. What? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I rolled a 1d6. To see, you, you got a under the 75%, and then I rolled a 1d6 to see how many you had, and there's six. Wow. Holy crap. These were some well-outfitted soldiers. And (laughs) as you're you're digging through the bodies, um, you notice... I'll take two. I'll take two. Is that cool with everyone? Yeah. Go, Hibonite. I'll take take one. You take two, too. I think Hibonite has the most out of the If I take two, I'm at four health potions. I'll take two, two then, and that will get me to three. No, I meant just, like, take them. We don't need to necessarily heal. As you're digging through the bodies, finding the health potions, feeling pretty good about that, um, you uh, (laughs) look over, and and Hibonite, as you're going through, you notice that uh, the soldier you're digging through her pockets on has uh, blue skin, and you recognize (gasps) her as Sophie. (gasps) Oh... As you guys are continuing to look through everything, yeah, sure enough, you see uh, the rest of Gray's squad there. Gray himself has been stabbed through the throat, bleeding Damn out. Damn it. Oh. See, this is why we go to try and help them, Kim. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Kim. God. <laughs> so selfish. <laughs> I like surviving. I'm sorry. Ryan just walks away. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I'm going to start I'm gonna start building okay. a fire. Yeah. Why are you blaming yes. me? It's the DM who put him in trouble. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> joking. You're like, why are we even helping them? We could have just gone around. <laughs> oh. 
Oh my goodness. You suck, Alex. <laughs> like the, the few people that are actually on our side. <laughs> Man. Okay. I'm seriously oh. gonna cry. Yeah, we gotta take care of them. Um, yeah. Then they're all dead dead, yeah? Oh, they're dead dead. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, <sighs> gonna kneel down and start to, to pray. You know, say some words for them. Um, yeah. I'll help build a pyre with Ebonite. Yeah. Um, we, we should take literally anything that they've got does, on them that's good though. Does she though, have like a necklace or yeah. symbol sort of thing I mean, that would be recognizable like for our people? Yeah, she does have a necklace on her um, and it does have a rune on it which you assume would be that. You don't know for sure but it seems to be some kind of some kind of mark. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, yeah, like like anything that looks like personal effects or anything, you know? Anything of note, even if it's not like valuable or, or noteworthy in general, you know, something we can maybe next time we're in what paragon Mm -hmm. we could give to somebody to get to people well and uh as you're going through gray stuff you do find a a signet ring indicating that he's actually from a noble house you assume of calendar man as long as there's no drawings of tiny little kajit baby or kajit sorry that's skyrim um (laughs) whatever the tabaxi 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 Tabaxi. thank you oh my god or or someone someone's journals like i only have two days left then I'm out. <laughs> you find like a, a little little drawing of a tabaxi soldier, and it says, "My dad, the greatest soldier ever, all in crayon." Oh no, you don't see that. That's that's dumb. Oh good. good. Uh, is there? Is I'm there... already crying. Come on, Alex. My hero. <laughs> it, is the the priestess there? The, no. The lantern carrying girl. The halfling. Nope. No. Clementine. Okay. She was a halfling, yep. right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do um, one of the people have a short bow? I feel terrible uh, Sophie, asking. Sophie would yes. have a cross. Yeah, yeah, you need a bow. Um, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to be checking the bodies of all of the the demons. Um, and yeah, if they've got anything on them. So you guys, you guys burn, burn them, set the pyre ablaze. Um, wake up. I'm assuming you spend the night there, or sure. I don't think there's a better place to. Okay. Yeah, I'm run away. By the way, I'm far away from the fire. Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys make camp for the night. (laughs) The night is uneventful. You know, your next day is to head to the pass, um, which is probably not probably. It's about a three day journey. Um, and if um, it's called Umber's Pass, which actually you would have known about Margraine. Um. It's just uh, okay. it's one of the more famous passes on the on the trails, but also known to be deadly. It's kind of the first step. A lot of guys who, a lot of adventurers, a lot of people will go out and try and uh, you know climb uh, Falstaff Peak. It's kind of a famous pl- uh, uh, just way along the trip. Um, so you are familiar with where you're going at least by name, if nothing else. Uh, but you also know okay. it's deadly, like everything else on this trip. So go ahead and give me. It's day two of the survival. You got to make give me a DC eleven um, survival to make sure you guys don't get lost for the day. Who has the highest survival? Zalara. Okay. That would be a 19. Oh, yeah. You make it no problem. Very good. As you are getting toward the pass, it's dark. Um, By the time you actually arrive there, the wind is picking up. Snow is drifting across your way, and um, you're starting to really feel uncomfortable. The winter is getting to you, and you start to hear cries, like wailing, literal crying, sobbing. Give me a perception check, everybody. 
That's 12. 11. 12. Okay. So, uh, Zalara, the snow is picking up and it's starting to freeze your eyelashes together. It's, it's kind of tough to see out there. Um, but for everyone else, you notice that it appears that there's a figure, a very large figure, in front of you. You can't quite make it out in the snow, but it's screaming as though it's in pain. Uh, as you get closer, you do notice that it, it sounds like it's many, many voices. Um, how do you guys approach this? Is it in our heads? or is No, it's it... like out loud. And Zalara, you can hear the screaming. Okay. You just can't see the, the figure. Does it look like a humanoid shape or like an animal? You can't, No, it's actually upright. Um, and from what you see, it, it's kind of... Sort of amorphous, uh, but very round at parts. So it's it's like, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. It's basically like a bunch of bumps standing up a little bit taller than human size. But I don't see any of this, so I'm just like, ooh. Well, you hear the crying. screaming, though, yeah, and the crying. It, yeah. It's men and women screaming, crying. But it, it, does it sound like it's coming from one spot? Like that one yes. where the yes. creature yep. is? Does it sound like the screaming from uh, when uh, Zlara and Hibonite got hit by the bad guy, whatever his name is? Marat no, Paul? different. Okay. These That sounded like just thousands of people screaming. This is, you can hear five or six, seven in, uh, distinct voices screaming out for help, screaming, sobbing. Okay. Um, Should we proceed forward carefully? Just Yes. Just keep going. Without weapons, possibly. Possibly. I, I, I'm i going to keep it kind of at my side, though, you know? Not... I'll go... Okay. I'll, I'll go first with kind of my hands out and like, uh, you know, like you do with a hurt creature. Right. Yeah. And just kind of start to approach. I'll follow you. Slowly. All right. As you approach, this thing comes into clear picture. It's got a glow about it. And what you see is smashed together. It looks like five, six bodies kind of all together in a big mass with the heads looking out, screaming in different directions. You see men, women, elves, dwarves, humans, all there uh, yelling out, help us, help us, please help us. Oh, it's coming to get us. Help us. We, people are crying. Uh, you know, one of them is, is crying for their mother and they all stop and turn their eyes all at once, slowly turn to look at you. And we'll call the episode right there. Thanks for listening to episode 29, How to Train Your Sorcerer. Hey, we've got a big announcement. We are launching the Beholder's Eye Discord, and if you want to be part of the community, please check out the link. We'll have it up on Twitter and our website, I believe. Um, of course, our Twitter account is Beholder's Eye Pond. Our website's beholderseyecast.com. If you enjoy what we do, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use. Um, it really helps us out, especially Apple Podcasts. So if you're on there, uh, please leave us a five-star review, and we can reach more people like yourself. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite, at DuffDuff3, Ben, who plays Magnar, at Miro4D2, Kim, who plays Lara at MetsGirl, and Sam, who plays Margraine, at Samsalot007. All editing was done by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music by Incompetech. Juniper, The Path of the Goblin King, version 2. Promising Relationship. Satiate Strings, Heroic Age. Mountain Emperor, Movement Proposition, Decline, Past the Edge. Long Note 1, Grave Blow, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash buy, forward slash 3.0, forward slash. All sound effects by Zapsplat.com. For further details, please check out our show notes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>